0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Log Talk Radio.
0: What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town.
1: I know you're going to dig this.
0: Here with the talk of the town. I take you to the hometown Martinet in Brooklyn,
1: where Bobby Millet and are offering a program the now. Here we the talk we the town. Good
0: evening. Here with the Here we the town. Um, I want to start tonight off A little differently uh, Today marks the 10 year anniversary Of the death of Aaliyah And um, 10 years after she died Her presence is still being felt in the music industry There's Been a lot of carbon copies of her But to the entire Harton family We want to still send our prayers with you We know it's never easy losing a loved one So our prayers are Definitely with you Aaliyah we miss you and uh, we know you ain't having smiling down on us. Also, uh, I hate to keep on the somber note, but just for a second. This past Monday, Nick Ashford, the legendary songwriting duo Ashford Simpson, passed away in a New York hospital uh, from complications from throat cancer. Uh, we all know him for uh, Ashford Simpson's big hit "Soler as a Rock," before. Some of you out there that don't really pay attention to the liner note, you have to realize the impact on this man, that this man had on music. Uh, He basically, he and Valerie Simpson brought the Motown sound back up to the forefront. You know, they 10 hits for Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, like Ain't No Mountain High Enough, You All I Need to Get By. He's one of the most sampled, his songs have been one of the most sampled songwriters in hip hop period he's transcended generations and he lived a great life he died at the age of 70 so we definitely send our prayers out to Valerie Simpson uh, their two daughters who were able to be by the bedside of their father when he passed away and uh, everybody in general who has lost someone so I just wanted to throw that out real quick thank you for tuning in to Talk of the Town with Nick Eden I am your host Nick Eden I got my man Al with me what's up people and we got Kevin over there uh, eating on some uh, ramen noodles.
1: <laughs>
0: he got a mouthful of noodles. He can't even talk. Damn right, with some crackers in him. The over there with some deer sausage. <laughs> some deer sausage. You know, I
1: don't even know. Man, <laughs> around with them okay, deer.
0: Hell no And on top of that Why a week You gotta be Like snitching And dry snitching On me. Time When I'm eating Tell me this Hey Every time It's always something <laughs> new man I oh, man I don't eat every week now Don't let them fool me <laughs> <right? laughs> Okay y'all Some weeks he got coffee Some weeks just tea uh, I believe he had some Hennessy in his cup A couple weeks ago He just ain't wanna tell nobody He was real quiet Laid back and Couldn't stop smiling I tell you man That's alright that's how that's how you get down. That's how, that's how,
1: that's how you
0: get down. Anyway, hope everybody listening in. Had a great week. I know I, I had a pretty good week. I had a pretty good week. Other than getting that, you know, that shocking news. You know, I, I, I gotta say, I had a pretty good week. My birthday is coming up next Thursday. Oh yeah, turning that, turning a big three one. Proud of it. You know, a lot of a lot of folks didn't make it to my age, so I'm not one of those people that's like. So you know I don't really reveal my age. Nah, damn it! I, I've been on this for thirty-one years. Proud there of it, There you go. Proud of it. But um uh, everybody no. else didn't have such a great week, though. Everybody else didn't have. Such a, Johnny Gill didn't have the best week. I'll, I'll say that much. Um yeah, what You guys don't know Johnny Gill was currently being sued by the CEO of his own label. How the hell? Well, that, that's like getting fired on your day off. This little bit, gonna, let me tell you what happened. Johnny Gill was getting ready to drop his new album. It was supposed to be originally September 20th. Now it's kind of like in limbo when it's going to be released. But the album, is his first solo album in 16 years. It's called Still Winning. And um, he dropped a single called In The Mood. Now Johnny Gill is currently signed to Notify Music Group, which is also the label home of Genuine. And uh, Lonnie Burrill Who is the uh, apprentice of Jamie Foxx Well, mm-hmm. the CEO of Notified Music Group Ira DeWitt released uh, a song by the name of "Mike Cry That was supposed to be tapped as Johnny Gill's official second single It featured Q from 112 Johnny Gill went on Twitter right. and he said Look, I didn't approve this song I didn't like this song I didn't even finish the song And, and that's why they put Q on it You know, that's not my second single It's not even going to be on my album you know, he went on to call his CEO deranged and saying that she was effing nuts. She He called her a demon. All of the it, all kind of crazy things. He said that the only reason that she liked the song, might Cry, is because she had a hard-on for one of the song's producers. Now, well, I would do it, who, who is also the wife of the owner of the St. Louis Cardinals, filed a suit against him for slander. She said that because of his stature in the music business, his 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 legendary status in the music business, his claims that he made, you know, damaged her reputation, uh damaged the reputation of her record company and attacked her personally. So she's suing for unspecific damages. And uh since then Johnny Gill hadn't had too much to say on Twitter. He <laughs> mm-hmm. had yeah, too much to say on Twitter. Now Now, what this does for his album, we don't know yet. We don't know. The album was supposed to be originally released on September 20th, and we'll see on September 20th if he indeed is still winning. Now, speaking of legendary R&B singers, Robert Sylvester Kelly, this man oh, you, can't stay out the news when it comes to little kids. I swear he can't. Why you, Why you give out that man full government name? You <laughs> another man named Robert yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't do like you and called him a
1: late
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, y'all don't get this great type of comments and stuff, man. <laughs> okay, so check this out. I don't know if you guys are familiar With the Bud Billiken Parade, but this is the oldest African American parade in the country. It's held every year in the Bronzeville neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. This year was the 82nd annual Bud Billiken Parade. This was a it's a back to school parade basically for the children. You know, just a there's a kind of a big thing that they do At the end of the summer They say, hey, your kids are going back to school Have a great year This is something we want to do for you today Our Kelly Was asked to be the Grand Marshal Of this children's back to school parade Now Of course parents were upset Clearly upset They But this is the crazy thing They weren't upset Just because of his alleged past With the little girl And the videotape And then him marrying Aaliyah And everything They were really upset Because R. Kelly recently admitted That he's illiterate This is news to me Clearly Let's be real about something R. Kelly is one of the the top songwriters Of the last 20 years and he can't read. <laughs> Look, Fantasia went back and got her GED. What, 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 what is up with these cats not learning how to read now? I don't. What else he got to do? Be on another girl. Uh, man, let me tell you something. Uh, I, I feel kind of sorry for him now because now my thought process is, well, hell, maybe he didn't know she was underage because he couldn't read her ID. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I'm just saying, man. Hey, look, look. I, I hey, love R. Kelly's music, but I'm just saying. If he couldn't read that, he probably thought she was 81. <laughs> or, he probably thought she was 31 and it was 13. He just had his numbers backwards. That's all it was but that's not here nor there. And sales, uh, you know, sales looking a little, you know, different. Um, Jay-Z and Kanye are still number one on the charts with their uh, new album, their, their uh, joint album, Watch the Throne. Um, they sold 170,000 copies last week. That was enough to keep them at the number one spot. By the land side, they were followed by Adele, who is still on the charts. Uh, Selling 80,000 copies Of her new CD 21 Um Other than that The only other Other urban release That we have in the top 10 Is Beyonce Uh She sold 25,000 copies Of her uh New CD 4 That puts her Just above Platinum And uh Still going She got her new Single out Uh One plus one That was written By the dream That's been covered By like 8,000 people On YouTube I'm sick of that Song at this point So We'll see how things Go next week Uh the game has a new album out. I didn't even know this. Yeah. And no, I didn't do that album. His new album, the Rare Album, um, is supposed to debut. He's supposed to hit around maybe number two, number three, depending on how Jay Z sells. Uh the new album is selling between ninety and ninety five thousand copies. Which is pretty good considering that absolutely nobody knew. I think all those copies were sold in LA. I'm just saying. Hmm. I I am just saying. I I don't know. I don't know.
1: You guys tell me. When was the last time
0: game put out an album? Now that uh, I think about it. Yeah, he put out a couple of mixtapes. Uh he put out an anime about three, three years, years ago or so. Yeah, I think it was about two or three years ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't count mixtapes. Maybe it's just me. Hey,
1: but you know he I don't he,
0: count mixtapes. I think that's a you know, I, it, uh, I don't know. It, I have a different scene of the mixtape gang. I'm just saying, though. I, I'm smelling a little 50 Cent in that, right there. Yeah. Hey. No, not really. Yeah. No, because 50 is a mixtape artist. No, I no, just no, don't no, believe in mixtape. You don't, anybody that, that left your boy 50 Cent, you want to hate on him. Don't what the hell do they have to do with 50 Cent? I don't like mixtapes because I believe that in Urban Music, we have a problem. We feel like the only way to get our music out there is to give it away for free. When was the last time you had a Susan Boyle mixtape? Who? Exactly. Oh, Susan Boyle. Bro. Susan Boyle. <laughs> when was the last time you had a Taylor Swift mixtape? I'm just hell saying, though, no. man, it ain't that really realistically. It ain't that wrong with an artist giving away his music because, man, realistically... Before we made an industry, people were giving away music. People would sing out in the square. People would sing out around their family and put you, like you said, put you out there in front of the old folks. They sang it, but. I, I, I understand that aspect, but what I'm saying no, is urban sure. music is the only genre of music that devalues itself. Because if you're going to do that, now? then that's fine. I can understand that. But what you don't realize is that you're conditioning the people who listen to your music to get it for free. If I give you. Six or seven mixtapes in a two-year two um, span. Why are you going to buy my? Why are you going to buy twelve songs if I'm giving you forty-eight of them for free? I understand that, but I'll just truth, wait for your next day, release. But but, but Nick and Jay mixtape, people will bootleg it anyway. It don't even matter if you give it, you giving it away either way. The first person to buy it, they're going to bootleg
3: it about twenty people.
0: But I'm not being funny. That's also I feel like that's another. That's something else that's a little bit racial. I hate to cry, conspiracy theory, but how many times have you heard about Taylor Swift's album getting leaked? Never. Or Lady, Ga- Lady Gaga is considered yeah. one of the biggest artists in the world. You never hear about her per full album gets leaked. Yeah, I Beyonce's know. album
2: gets leaked. Jay Z's album gets leaked. I
0: believe Jay Z them leaked Lil Wayne now. <laughs> Real doubt. I don't think Jay Z. No. If you've seen the recent Forbes list, I don't think that Lil Wayne is on uh, Jay Z's thought process right now. And forget Camel. I hope he says something slick. slick. Lil Wayne already did say something slick, and, I, and that's the no, other I, thing. I, 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 I would, would love to see those two go it. at it friendly, not not you know physically, but lyrically. I would love to see everybody putting Jay Z up in the realm of the God MC. Blah blah blah. Man, that dude ain't that dope. Really. he still in lines. I tell y'all. He, you Go back and listen to that dude rhymes. He's still in lines, man. Okay. All right. You know me. Well, I'm kind I'm of okay. tired of both of them, man. I'm kind of, like, I'm Thank really you. tired Thank of Lil Wayne.
1: I sat up and there. And I'm really, and I really
0: tired of Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I'll like the old I'll tell you something right I now. I like the new day, man. I sat up there and Lil Wayne did a feature. I forgot whose song it was. But he rapped an entire Aaliyah verse. Yep. Word for word, yep. And niggas like, oh, that, that that is dope, man. Man, did you hit it, man? Sit down somewhere. Thank you, please.
1: Yeah, please. I'm, I'm, I'm tired,
0: tired, of tired of his voice. voice. I'm tired of his voice. I'm tired of them ad the, uh, 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 uh. I'm I'm tired of all of that. I like yeah. I like the old Lil Wayne. I like the Lil Wayne that was like still mentoring a, a bunch of the big timers and trying to follow behind BD.
2: That's the little way I, exactly. like exactly.
0: yeah. I like. Exactly. Yeah, we got a we got a caller while y'all tirating over here. Y'all want to bring this call in and uh, Alan, get your get your your board up. We don't see you on the board over here, buddy. All right, go ahead and bring in the caller. Caller, you are now I'm, live. I'm having call. some problems. All right, caller seven six nine. You're live on uh, Talk of Town with Nicky What's up, middle you
3: know, man? What's going on? This is Boy Dawson, favorite promoters promoter. What's going on, baby? Man, wrong, no, listen, man. I just kinda of been sitting back for a little minute and listening to what, what y'all got going on. Very, very interesting guys. Definitely. Definitely very interesting. Uh I, I really wanted to hit on that uh the Jay Z Lewang situation, man, if y'all don't mind. Man, help yourself. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. So I noticed someone said that, you know, that it's kinda of like a almost on a conspiracy level that uh, you know, some of the African American artists or the pop or the hip hop artists, uh uh their their music is leaking, and then when you take it to you know, take it to another genre of, of people. Their music seems to stay a, away from that leak. That mm-hmm. leak sense. Well, if you look at it, man, it's it's, it's nothing that the artist. It's nothing that the, the people are doing. I really believe that it, that that's all in house. That's all in house. It's about the people that you work with, the producers that you work with, the staff that you work with. Those are the only people that have access to that music. So you're right, artists, but
0: that's why I say that's why I say conspiracy. On that, because this is what you have to think. Those mix, those mastering houses, and those same plants. Those are the same plants. That's not just oh, this plant handles urban releases. No, this is the, these are the pressing plants that Warner Music uses, that Universal Music uses. It's all coming from the same plants, whether it be urban, rock, country, pop, gospel, whatever. They're all coming from the same pressing plants. These mastering houses, they're all taking on these same projects, but.
3: By some chance, it's only the urban releases that get leaked. It's intentional. I, I, I truly believe that it's intentional because if you look at the day and age that we're in, when it comes to a person actually going to a store and picking up the CD, I mean, I asked you, when's the last time that you actually bought a CD? You know what I'm saying? Not actually exactly. needing to ask for, but, you know, we're different, you know? We're different. We're actually, you know, connoisseurs of music. Today, we're in the age of where You can click that link and you can download it, and of course, it's going to be for free. So why not? The artists are having it in their mind, friend, why not? This is what they're asking for. And if you're entertainment if you're an entertainer, your job is to give your fans what they asking for. And that's free music. If it's free to come out of your mind, then you know sometimes it's okay to put it out there. But when you go back to it again, you're like six and seven mixtapes out of a year. yeah, I feel you. That's a lot of mixtapes out of a year. Yeah. to keep dropping music over over and over and over again. Only thing I would say is scale back some of the scale back some of the, the mixtapes that you drop make it kind of a little bit more exclusive. And that way you got a better, you got a, you got a better, you, you, you just have a better situation to where your music is, is, is not just overwhelming the people, you know, because I mean, there's more the want to hear you. Yeah. yeah there's, there's more there, there, demand for it. Exactly.
0: Give us a chance. It's just like Kev always says when we were talking about Beyonce. We appreciate the call. We're going to, um, we'll go ahead and wrap this up and then we're going to go into our topic. Um, you gotta build that demand for it because it give us a chance to miss you. You know, we we get overexposed to our artists way too much. We never have a chance to miss them. So you know, that, that's just one of those things. Anyway, so we're gonna go right into it. Our topic today, we're gonna be discussing what is sexy. This is the age-old debate of what about of what's sexy in the music business. Now we all know it's not a secret When we see somebody that's stepping on stage When we see somebody big stepping on stage And they about to sing In our mind we're already thinking They're going to bring it Am I wrong? True When you you see Kelly Price step on that stage You know she about to holler When you saw Luther step on that stage You know he was about to holler Panic. Right. But nowadays With auto-tune And these Quote-unquote YouTube artists There's really no There's not a lot Of stage presence Going on right now Where do the larger People find a place In the music business It's one thing I said This is the reason That I'm getting ready To film this reality show 80% of unsigned Artists are overweight That doesn't take away From the talent That doesn't make them Any less talented Than somebody with You know Bulging muscles Or or Six-pack you know, anything like that But what, what place do they have? And what's the impact of the big man in hip-hop? And is there still pressure for those artists Once they get on the top of the charts To lose weight? Let's go ahead and get into our first song of the night This is going to lead off into this special We're going to get right back into this What is sexy? first song is by Ruler Stutter And it's the title of the show What is sexy? Featuring Fat Joe This is the middleman present Talk of the Town With Nick Eaton on Blog Talk Radio Rubenix, uh, Rubenix, yeah, yeah. yeah, big boy dancer, 718-205, love's in the eyes of a whole baby, we should get closer, get closer uh, for the bad thoughts. In Fat Joe with What is Sexy? I was off his first album, Soulful. That was right after American Idol. Hmm. I don't know. Let's get right into it. What do you guys consider sexy? What is sexy? Oh. Here's one. Let's say marketability versus talent. Which one makes you the star? Damn. I mean, that's a better question to ask. What do you think, so, uh, um, you know, well, we—excuse me, like, but we can look at all the people who are um, currently in the is- industry and base it off their marketability versus their talent. Hmm. A lot of them don't have talent at all. I feel you on that. And if you want to get in on this little uh, on this discussion, Then give us a call seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two. Or if you're on site listening to us, go ahead and hit that button. If you're on the line already, hit that number one. let us know what is sexy. This is my thing about it. In this day and age, the skinny folks ain't selling either. <laughs> nope. Nope. Let's 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 just be honest. Let's let's just be honest. I mean, sexy is really it's just like Ruby said and song. It's in the eye of the beholder. Now there's some people out there that would kick Beyonce down a flight of steps to get to Jill Scott. Myself included. So I think the problem is now that too many people, well, not just now, this has been for years, people have equated being smaller with being sexy. Prime example, in terms of voices, going all the way back to Motown, Florence Ballard was clearly the best singer in the Supremes. But Barry Gordy felt That Diana Ross Was more marketable That's right That's right This led to a huge Blockbuster movie Dreamgirls So now We have to ask ourselves Is it really The smaller you are The the, the sexier you are You know Cassie can't sing To save her life So she stays in the news Why? Because she's always naked Mm Mm-hmm Rihanna's always drunk Yep hell, they didn't really start talking about Jennifer Hudson again until she lost the weight for this new album. And I'm sorry, this new album was horrible. in comparison to true. her last one. Yep. But there was no box like to talk song. about. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. just like, it's just like 17 Entertainer said. I like Big Luther. I don't like Lil Luther. I like the like, Girl, Dick. quite <laughs> not like Luther. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I guess my I guess my thing about it is when you talk about marketability versus talent, one of the, two of the biggest male stars in R&B right now are Chris Brown and mm-hmm. Trey Songz. Now let's just be honest. Let's be real for a second. Vocally, neither one of them can hold a candle to Ruben Stutter Neither one of them. But Chris Brown, he's dancing all over the stage. He's jumping right. up all over stuff. Like he's a new age Cisco.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> jumping up all over the place. Trey Songs, he can't start a performance. And Kevin Hart got on him at the DT award. Stop taking your shirt off. You look like a beige greyhound. Thank you. And the first thing he did when he started performing, with, aside from singing that bad note, was taking his Tore shirt off. Tore that shirt off. Yep. Tore it off. That was the very first thing he did. So, so is funny. is that sexy? Is that why we listen to them? Because this is my thing. What happens in twenty years? You remember Shaka Ooh. Khan used to be real small. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, Aretha Franklin. Aretha was uh, was small. Hell, Angie Stone was small. Yeah, long, long time ago. Long, 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 long time. Yeah, yeah. Same voice. Same voice, different image. So I get a lot of people that ask all the time, you know, they say, well, you know, I don't understand why I can't get on. They always tell me I got to lose this amount of pounds, this amount of pounds. Prime example, uh, making the band four when they put the group day 26 together. The uh-huh. the favorite for the season was Big Mike. What? You know, and Diddy told him that the only thing keeping him from being in the group was that he had to lose 50 pounds. That's, think about this The only thing Keeping you from being in this group The only thing that's keep, Because I love your voice Because at the end of the day You still have to make the record You can't see somebody on the record When you listen to the song You can't see them He said the only but, thing keeping you from being in this group Is that you have to lose 50 pounds And he lost for 50 pounds and he made the group But I guess my biggest thing on that is At some point The beauty fades And nowadays, and just like we were talking about earlier, when we said this for weeks and weeks, they don't have to buy the music; they can get it for free. So at some point, do they not realize that this marketability, as they call it, or this sex symbol image, Mm -hmm. is still not working? Right. They spend more keeping the artists in the gym than they do keeping them on the road. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's uh, let's look at uh, I guess you would say two or three decades ago. Like you had, you know, we got our Gerald LeVert. We got Teddy Beaton. You know what I'm saying? You know, he gained weight. You got Harry mm-hmm. White. You know, he was a little chubby. Um, and then you got the guy from Drew Hill. Like the chubby guy from Drew Hill. He was still dancing on yeah. the stage. Yeah. He, he was, was jumping high Francisco. on the stage. I- I'm trying to tell you. And they still, you know, they still had a nice, you know what I'm saying, uh, but they had they had both they had marketability and talent you know what I'm saying and he could still carry a note while hopping across that stage and did not stumble not one bit you know but nowadays I mean then it's what they want then is what they feel that America want you know but people who love good music they just want good music you know they don't care how you look they just want good music now it's funny that you bring up um they say sin is what America wants. Uh, But, and and you're right, that's what they think. You're exactly right. That is what they Mm -hmm. think. But when you look at what America wants, let's break down these reality shows real quick. Is it not more often than not the heavier artists, the heavier singers who are at the forefront of the competitions? Think about it. Ruben Stutter. You know, for Fantasia's season of American Idol. Yes, she was a favorite because of her voice, but let's not get it twisted. The reason that it was such a shock to America that Jennifer Hudson got voted off is because she was clearly the favorite to win American Idol that year. Susan Boyle, she's another example of it. This is a big old white woman. <laughs> big white woman in her 50s. This is the thing about it. This is what people have to realize. The average American does not look like Trey Songz. The average American does not look like Beyonce, the average American is not a size six if they're a female. There's a relatability factor to it. I can tell you right now. I know women, a whole bunch of women, that would tell you in a second they would not genuine Johnny Gill and all the other cats out the way to get to Gerald Levert. If you ever look at old LSG shows, Gerald Levert had the loudest applause of everyone. Exactly. exactly. He had great music. He had a great voice, and he was a performer. All the way, and that's what, and that's what's missing. Yeah, we got a caller that want to comment, Nick. Let's uh, bring this caller back in. Okay.
3: your live
1: What's
0: going on,
3: guy? This is Dolph again, man. Um, okay. I really, 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 really believe somewhere along the line, back in the days when real stopped being real, we got programmed to believe that uh, sexy is the only way we can sell. And uh, along with believing that sexy is the only way we can sell, we started diminishing the minds of our great music, our great musicians and, and artists to where the point where they had to start doing the things that Jennifer Hudson is doing to lose uh, X amount of pounds and X amount of days, or you, you, you risk jeopardizing your, your contract. I mean, these days there are clauses inside of these artists contract where they have to stay below a, a certain weight and, and, and just to sell. Yeah. So it's not actually even about the music anymore. When you say markability, marketability, I mean, what are we marketing? Are we marketing the music? Are we marketing the artist? Are we marketing the artist's talent? I mean, what really is it? Because to me, it's not about the music because we want to figure out another way because we know album sales aren't doing what they used to do, So we want to figure out another way to make money off these artists, whether they be uh, um, uh, appearances where you have to physically be there. And for you to physically be there, somebody has to take a liking to you. And, again, sex sells, so that liking is very, very easy when you're slim and slender and fit as a verse to me really caring about the music and listening to your voice, listening to the passion that you put behind your behind your music with your voice, because I'm a firm believer, like, the bigger you are as far as the better you hold that music. I mean, like you said, the of Verbs, the Patti LaBelle, I mean, when they hit a note on you guys, you felt it. You felt it. If you were standing right mm-hmm. beside him, I wish I could be beside every artist that that had that weight on them and just feel when they let a let a note go because it's, it's remarkable. It's, it's irreplaceable. But we've right. replaced it selling sex.
0: And, and you know what? You're right. I think don't no, don't get me wrong. I'm not too naive to believe that sex doesn't sell in some form of fashion. You got to think about it. Joe Levert made a lot of songs about sex. Women love him. Women loved, like it's just like Ruben said on the song, it's in the eyes of the beholder. Somebody, a whole bunch of somebody's out there think that Anthony Hamilton's little ashy ass is sexy.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah. But it's it's about what side of the sex. You can you can you can sell the story of sex and you can sell the image of sex. The jail of verse, the uh the 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 old school artist, they were selling the story of sex which is very, very understandable. I'm going to tell you what could possibly happen to you in my bedroom, and I know you're going to like it because it sounds good coming from me. Or I'm just going to show you what you could possibly see in my bedroom when you go to the Trey Sons and the Chris Brown.
0: Let me give you a good example. I don't know if you guys remember this. This was back in uh, late 2001, early 2002. This is when Midnight Love was still on BET. Oh, now. This was around the time when they were still playing ballads. They don't play ballads on the radio like they used to. But this was around that time when they still played ballads on the radio. There was a song that came out, and it was called Say Yes, and it was by Florentree. Didn't know what the hell they looked like. We had no idea that Marsha and Natalie looked like Fraggle Rock. All we knew was that the song was off the chain. Everybody loved that song Everybody loved it And then when we saw the video We was like
1: Damn <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Yeah
0: But guess what By that point They had already got me They already had They had me in their grasp. So it's just like you said You know it, It's just something At the end of the day You still got feel that emotion That's why when you look at The old versus the new We got songs From back in the day When you hear that Luther a House is not a home for the people that remember that when that song came out. You can remember what you were doing when you first heard that song. You can you can smell the air of how it was. You can taste whatever you were eating or drinking. We don't have that anymore. So the, and and honestly, we never knew if, Ger- uh, not Ger- if Luther was singing to a man or a woman. All we knew was that whatever the hell he was singing to, they had it good. Hmm. That's true. Wherever he was saying to, they had it good. And this is going to take us into our our, our our next segment of it because this is something that seems like it's a bit of a double standard. Do those same rules apply for hip hop? Mm. Let's
1: take
0: it back. Let's think about it. Biggie Small. Let, let's take it back further. Let's think of the Fat Boys, which were they? Right. It was again right. what they were doing it was a gimmick what they were doing I will give you that but you can't deny the impact that they had on hip hop at that time look at Biggie Smalls big you time. can't deny the impact that he had at that time look at 8 Ball you can't deny the, you definitely can't deny the, the impact that 8 Ball and MJG had at that time These and, and, and actually them being big guys is what made them stand out literally and, and, and you know from the rest of the crowd Big Pun, Fat Joe. Even if you come into today's terms, Rick
1: Ross,
0: who's one of the top rappers right now. So do those same rules apply to hip hop? Yeah. I mean, Rick walking around with his shirt shirt off, uh, greasy belly with the taco meat. Um, I mean, he living life right now in the fast lane. I can't even hate on the dude, but Rick, you need to put that up, D. Put it up.
3: Man, it's I really, really, that. For. I really think that. You got to get it. It's working for him. It, it, it is. It
0: is. I mean, you you got you got like I can remember being on uh, Mississippi State campus and overhearing a female saying, "My man gonna look like Rick Ross. I want that belly." I was like, "What?" She wants that. You mic.
2: know.
0: You know that, that <laughs> I, mean, I hey, thought hey, hey, don't 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 call out. You know, for for those of us, those guys who are out there, who are you know all in the gym every day and you're six pack and you look like a Ken doll. Remember something? They play with the Ken doll, but they sleep with the teddy bear now. I'm just saying.
1: That, <laughs> that. that make me feel bad. Hey.
0: hey, that girl made it super clear, man, that she wanted a Rick Ross. <laughs> Shoot, I'm about to grow my beard back now. Y'all
3: better stop. <laughs> <laughs> like go home, and go back to Mississippi, and eat some cornbread, and thicken up a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's are going to tell you, it's getting cold, man. I'm telling you right now. Because see, we look good in sweaters.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, we got another caller that want to come in, man. Um, let's bring this caller in. Call us, 678. You're live on the Talk of the Town with Nikki.
2: Hey, this is Miss Linda.
0: Hey, (laughs) Linda.
2: I have to totally agree with the last comment that was made about we play with the Ken dolls and we sleep with the teddy bears.
0: (laughs) See, that's what I'm talking about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think Rick Ross needs to keep putting his shirt on. Women like a little uh. bit of a belly.
1: Yeah, I got does, one. And a
2: woman does not want a man that it takes long, longer for him to get ready than it takes her to get ready. See, that's what I'm
0: talking about. But now, I let, mean, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Because okay. the whole topic comes about because we're talking about... Is there a double standard when it comes to hip hop? The hip hop artists that are the bigger guys, they get a lot more praise as opposed to the singers, they don't get as much. You know, you haven't really had a a a big guy singer that was looked upon as being sexy since Gerald. Levert. So does that same rule apply for R and B artists? Oh
2: well, see this you know, I think that's just in the eye of the beholder because I mean, I don't like skinning men. So, I thought Luther was very attractive. I think Ruben Studdard is very attractive. I like big men. So, I think it's it's in the in the eye of the beholder. I and think if we go to twitter.com
0: forward slash Nick Eaton, you will find one
2: that <laughs> <laughs> you'll... I'm just saying, it's just... I, it, it's, It's all, and I think really what it boils down to is the confidence. Confidence is what makes a man sexy. It doesn't have to be about his body at all. If he has a certain level of confidence, I'm not going to use that word, swagger, because I hate that word. But if he has that confidence and it shows through that he is secure in himself regardless of what the size of his body is, he is attractive.
1: I, I absolutely agree There, there, there you go So
2: that's my
0: and, opinion and, and there you have it ladies and gentlemen <laughs> but right, I just
2: had the time here go. to give you my opinion on that
0: And, and that is perfect and, and Linda we thank you for your call Both of you guys hold on to the line We're going to go into our second song of the day uh, That actually goes into our second song um, This is Christina Aguilera With Beautiful you listen to the Talk of the Town The Middleman presents The Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton on Blog Talk Radio. about this big for the little Andy I'm just saying hey man you guys are just I want to apologize <laughs> to everybody that had to do it <laughs> <laughs> yo dog leave out but he uh he's still listening to us man he said I appreciate uh, the love we've been showing to him on the show and that topic that's what's up you guys if you're just tuning in we are talking about what is sexy in the music business. It's no secret that when you see somebody besides Luther Vandross, Ruben Stutter or Kelly Price, you know they're going to bring it. But in the age of auto-tune and no stage presence, where does the heavy crooner find a place? What's the impact of the big man on hip-hop? And is there still pressure for those artists on top of the charts to lose weight? Which is actually our third segment. Now, let's say that you get in the door... Let's say you get in the door and let's say you get on top of the charts. And a label comes to you and they say, Hey, well hey, you know, we got this next album coming out, man. We uh we need you to tone it down a little bit. We I mean, literally we need you to go in there and tone it down. We need you to drop some weight, you know, we gotta make it more marketable. So what then? What happens is, let's look at some of the artists that have been on top of the charts and they have lost weight. And how their album I actually sat there and I, I put this track together on how their album had fared after they lost the weight Luther Vandross's lowest selling album was the album where he was skinny I'm talking about the real skinny Luther I'm talking about the excuse me miss but what's your name
1: where are yeah, you the, from uh,
0: the dancing on the beach Luther yeah, yeah. lowest yeah. selling album yeah Lula Stutter lost 80 pounds And dropped the return album lowest selling album Kelly Price lost weight She dropped the mirror album lowest selling album Are we noticing a trend here? Jennifer oh, yeah. Hutton's released her second album I Remember Me Lost the weight And I felt like Her last one was as a matter of fact, whenever she does interviews, the interviews are more about weight watching than they are about her music. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Chrisette Michelle lost weight going to her second album in 50. Guess what? It didn't sell the same as the first. And her new album, Let Freedom Rain, sold even less. Same. These are the same voices. Same voices. Great songs. Well, some of them. We talked about that whole Chrisette Michelle thing. A lot of Chrisette. Anyway. But can I say something, man? Yeah, go ahead. I'm just looking at the fact that there's a lot, like you said, man, all the artists you name, man, it, it's hurtful to see how much weight they had to lose just to be accepted in the media's eye, in the public's yeah. eye. Now, I would look back at the fact that we can look at artists from way back before Luther, man. You know, you had a lot of artists back in Blues Day and all these other days where they were putting out good records and people were supporting them. Now, when they lose weight, do you? Th- I want to ask everybody on the line. You can answer this one. Are people, do they stop supporting these people when they lose weight? Like, when, when you have a, 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 like, you just gave up the numbers as far as how many, the lowest selling albums and all that. But, man, when you see Patty when she had weight on her, man, you're thinking about how good she can cook and say. Like Al said, I want to see her in the kitchen saying cooking. Exactly. I don't greens. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, I don't mm-hmm. have the same like like uh the caller was saying earlier, man, you just don't have that same feeling when they lose weight. Jennifer Hudson got a large voice, but I wonder whether she had a, a large same. mouth. Yeah, man, that looked like a large mouth. And and now she lost all that weight. Her head big, can hanging off. It. It's just it, it's She looks like Duncan, Duncan. from Shrek, though. I'm just saying though.
1: I'm just saying. Wow. Just saying.
0: Hilarious. Going. Okay. All right. Well, I think there like I said, there is, an there's a thing about relatability. You know, most of America is not a size six. You know, most of America doesn't wear a size a 32 pants. You know. There's a relatability to it Now am I saying that everybody has to Like let's just be honest We would all feel some type of way If every single singer or rapper that we saw out there Looked like Rick Ross or Ruben Stutter That's not what I'm saying But what I'm saying is A lot of artists, a lot of good artists Are being shut out Simply because of an image Unless they turn into a gimmick Prime example You remember Men at Large? Oh yeah Mm -hmm. Yep Yep now the brothers could sing. I'll never take that away Because it was Big Bub. big heavy D. But it was it 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 was a gimmick to it. It was a gimmick to it in terms of men at large, you know. And it's just like Carlos said a little earlier. It's about that confidence. Men at large came out, and yeah, they could sing, but they come out singing "I'm so alone, alone." I mean, like, come on, dude, really? <laughs> Real, nobody wants to hear that. It's just, that's depressing. It's really depressing. If you want to get in on this conversation, go ahead. and If you're on the phone lines now, hit that number one. If you're not on the phone lines, listening online, give us a call, 718-508-9972. Something has got to be done. Because if I got to see Ray J on TV one more time, I think I'm going to slap somebody. Hey, Man. but Nick, do you think the pressure that the artists face are like, you know, like a lot of teen girls now, especially like with a lot of our female artists that did have weight on them, is it because of what the model You know like the model size bodies And you know The the uh, American Idol type thing Going on as far as with uh, American Beauty And all that other crap they got But uh, you think they're playing a factor? I think it plays a large factor And I, don't, I think that sometimes we downplay The the pressure that we put on these artists And just these entertainers in general I think the pressure that we put on them is seeps into American culture Because they see They see someone like, let's use Monique as an example, who has always been a car-carrying member of the Big Girls Club, and she's been proud of it. She made it sexy. She was confident about what she was doing. She won that Oscar. She got that TV show.
1: She's 30 pounds lighter.
0: I know. Hey, man, you can one person, though. Another example, Star Jones women connected Ooh, cool, Jones on cool. the View they connected with her because of her confidence because she was so confident of how she does she went and she got this gastric she looks horrible now yes, and she does. goes on to say that it's such a great life change for her but it put about 20 years of age on her she looks much older than she is yep, yep. she looks sickly Mhm. you know it, it's just, it was the same thing with Oprah Winfrey Oprah Winfrey The the empire that is Oprah Winfrey Built on her being that big She was relatable to every housewife That didn't make it and get up to the gym Or didn't run those uh, Those five miles that morning And as the show got more popular She got smaller Yep If you remember that was the time Oprah was about as small as As Jennifer Hudson is now yeah, that is true. You know, and I think that that pressure seeps over into America. You have these teen girls that are already dealing with body images, and I think it impacts the, the females a little bit more than it impacts the males. Because the dudes, we just like, man, screw it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm big. I'm going to go eat the sandwich. But it's a lot of pressure on young women. And it seeps into the house. That's how you see all these eating disorders develop. They see the covers of these magazines, and they see these girls that are real thin, which even the modeling industry says is a problem now. But, hey, what can you do? I don't know. What is sexy? Sexy is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, there's somebody out there that thinks you're sexy. If you're out there and, and you're... Uh, uh, A female singer, and and you're about 30 pounds overweight, and you got a gap in your mouth. Trust me, there is a dude out there that's gonna love you in that gap. You can bite an apple and pick ticket stand, he's gonna love it. Yes, sir. Now, there's a dude, and let's be honest, in the South, we don't like them skinny. You can save that for Europe. Hey, man, one person you forgot that I love. Let me say hello. I love. I was gonna say, you alright? Jill Scott, boy. I, yeah, I said that earlier. But you oh. see, Jill, even though even though Jill lost some weight, Jill She's is Michael. still uh she still she still got she still keeps a size on. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: She
0: still keeps her size on. Nick, do you remember when um, uh Alicia Keys had that uh photo shoot and they uh, chipped off some of her hips off the cover and she got mm-hmm. upset about it. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, but and she's she still one of the best performers out? Yep. Now, 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 hey, oh, man, I'm going to tell you like this now. Me, personally, I, I think that if we sit up there and, and Made an effort to tell the industry, "Hey man, y'all don't you know? I, I don't care about heavy singers. I don't care about skinny singers or ugly or pretty singers. Just put me some good music. That that's the end of the day. You know, that's definitely what that's I want. That's, to that's what you want. Yeah. Let's be honest. How many women just really love Seal?
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on that note, man, hey, man, let everybody so know what we talked about today, man. And uh, let, hey, tell everybody, <laughs> so thank bro. you. We, uh, we got to appreciate everybody. I'm no, just so you wrong. wrong. Today we discussed oh, the wrong. age-old debate of what is sexy in the music business. Now, we know there's no secret when you see somebody the size of Luther, Ruben, Kelly Pete, You know they're going to bring it. But in the age of auto-tune and no stage presence, where does the heavy corner find a place? What's the impact of the big man on hip-hop? Is there still pressure for those artists on the top of the charts to lose weight? There is, honestly. But honestly, I think that the industry is being shown by the fans every day. Hey, we're not gonna support somebody just because they got a six pack. If you got a six pack and you suck, we're still not gonna. We might, we might buy, we might bootleg it. We're not gonna buy it. And I want to thank everybody that called in and gave your opinion today. Everybody who listened in, if you're on the web chat right now, if you listen to us online on Twitter, everybody that retweeted our links, and everybody who's been joining the fan page. For the middlemen And been rocking with us For the last two and a half years We appreciate you guys And we're going to keep Giving it to you Week after week after week Until you tell us You don't want it anymore And then we're just Going to come up With another name And we're going to Come back out With another show <laughs> and, and Just try to get Your attention again Al what you got Going on this week man Man this weekend man um, Well Sad to say um, We had a death In the family uh last night so I'll probably be with my family this weekend so um but we will be back live on Sunday on the Middleman talk show. So tune in people. Yeah we're gonna send our prayers out for Al's family. Kev. Yeah. What you got cracking man? Man we we just getting ready for this talk show this Sunday man. I appreciate my girl Samantha Connor for giving us some ideas. She kinda scared me over here. I will repost that on y'all uh, screen right there in a second, cause uh, this right here kind of woof, Sam scared me. I'm gonna just let y'all know right now. If we oh, ever Lord. do these topics right here, oh my God, we gonna have people probably want to shoot us. I tell you, I tell you what. Well, make sure you guys tune in this coming Sunday for the Middleman Talk Show, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Next Thursday, tune into. Talk of town with Nick Eden, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Hey man, it is what it is. Hey, give, give out your Twitters, man. I got people want to know. What oh yeah, give, out, Twitter, give out give out your Twitter information, uh, Linda. Uh, give out the Twi- <laughs> your, your Twitter uh, info, guys. Al, where can uh, I find my, you? Yeah, Al, give it because I only got a hundred followers and I don't need no more. Look, man, you oh, can right. follow me at the Middle Men, Al. You can follow Nick at Nick Eden. And if you want to follow KG, follow KG at the Middleman KG. Also, don't forget to log on to www.nickedenmusic.com and get your r and fix for the day. Just saying. Okay. And and wish me happy birthday next Thursday is my birthday. I'm be I'm be working on my man, birthday. We got a midget scribble for you. It's going down. I'm yeah, I got a fan stripper. I used to Middle live in Montgomery. i will not Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to we'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, don't take a listen, time out. a minute. Shout in and learn song. Put your mind to grind the world. You just in the earnest song Linda. Yeah. I didn't master plan to put this thing in gear Don't matter if you hood or you corporate Don't guess you got a will to do way better than you were doing Well, then you fortunate Take a stand, stop complaining about what you ain't got Hating on the next man, cause he was dying the wreck shop Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m., BlogTalkRadio.com. The radio.com The middleman, hey, what's happening? The middle middleman, hey, what's happening? The middle man. hey, what's happening? LawTalkRadio.com. Submit me. Well damn. Hey man, I'm so sorry, man. I, I I'm over here messing around with this screen and 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 all of a sudden it just did it on thing. I'm, I'm sorry, man. you yeah, see how they do? That's my early birthday present. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. My bad, man. I you know. know how I get hey, out. just need strip us away from you. I don't, I don't do the music. I don't do yeah. the Yeah, We got a midget uh, stripper With a pig leg. Man dude I saw a stripper With one arm one time Now, dog Now They had a stripper That ain't had no legs No arms What she was just, Yeah man she was, she was, her, her bra. I'm telling you it no, was pretty, no. pretty wild One of my partners Told me the other day Man he was up in the club It was a 60 old lady In that stripper What Yeah man Where was he at The players club yeah man, get on down, get on down,
1: get on down. And that script is cool the, the
0: game. Get on down. That's crazy. I'm. Um, you know what? I'm. I'm done. I can't. I can't do no more. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like, what can you say to that? <laughs> what can you say to that? man? But <laughs> so my thing is, why even tip if she can't pick it up? I know, man. The so only one got off right? The, the the one with no legs, no arms, just floating across the floor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey man, she was bad on the hand, she was bad on the headstand. I ain't say handstand, headstand. <laughs> what? <Well, I stopped. laughs> we will see y'all this Sunday. Yeah, better. We will see y'all this Sunday, and don't forget to look out for the Rhythm and Body Fitness Challenge coming to T V dot com this winter you going to see your boy up there losing weight. Now, I'm not losing it for no images. I'm losing it because I'm tired of my thighs rubbing together. Y'all remember that commercial? <laughs> the, the, the what? You you remember that commercial? Where they were talking about why they want to lose weight. Yeah, yeah, the one, the lady, she was like, I want to be around for my grandkids' graduation. The next lady was like, I want to be around to see my son get out of the military. Then yeah, they get to the black dude. He like, cause I'm tired of my thighs rubbing together. <laughs> you know what? Whoever whoever did that right there now, he's dedicated to them. Cause you know that that makes you want to put
1: the motherfucker <laughs> face. <away. laughs>
0: That's just what it is. Right? That that is so wrong oh man, man. so
1: wrong i'm just saying i'm gonna find a commercial hey, hey. up on the middleman page yeah tune in this sunday guys <laughs> to the middleman talk show please oh <laughs> <laughs> well, we out Put the <laughs> lucky land casino asking
2: people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky in line at the deli
2: i guess i In my dentist's office